hey, everybody. Welcome back to Kimmel and Cox, your source for all things entertainment. I'm Keith Cox, and I'm joined, as I am every week, by my good friend, Dylan Kimmel. Ricky Baker. Ricky Baker. <laughs> ah, Ricky Baker. Uh, we are uh, talking, of course, about uh, a little film today called Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder yes. People. Right? Which, uh, on hearing that, uh, at first it sounds like it's going to be a movie about mythical creatures mm. who live in the woods or something like that. Yeah. But it's not like that at all. No, no, it isn't. It is not like that at all. And I just realized that I forgot something in my notes here. It's based off a book. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. Um, and I've forgotten the title of it. I'll... Mm. Uh, if, if for those people watching, I'll just put it on the, yeah, on the we the, can amend that and so, yeah. in the, in the, uh, notes for the episode, maybe for the actual audio podcast, I'll, I'll there just, you go. Yeah. I'll just have it be like a little clip in like, and everyone will be like, oh, that's random, but, but yeah, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty entertaining, uh, film, you know, I enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Yeah. It's a, it's very funny. Honestly, I, I really enjoy it too. It's got a lot of heart. Mm -hmm. It's a very heartfelt movie, which is, honestly, we've not done a heartfelt movie in a long while here. No, um, we tend to get into uh, either uh, comedy or dark comedy or action yeah. or, or, uh, or suspense, uh, drama. You know, we kind of get into a little bit of the heavier things uh, yeah. sometimes. This is, this is probably the most lighthearted one because it's not like a dark comedy and it's not like a comedy like... Uh, like a, a spoof, yeah, and it's a uh, and it's a family friendly movie too. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's a you know clean movie. It's not like really, you know, like raunchy or anything like that. So it's it's a movie that pretty much you know the whole family can watch, uh, which yeah. is always good. But yeah, and there's good, some good lessons in there too. Mm -hmm. uh, coming of age story, all that good stuff. We always like to see characters uh, growing and changing throughout the course of a movie, and there's definitely mm -hmm. a lot of that going on. Uh, in yes. This, so. Well, The Hunt for the Wilder People was released January 22nd, 2016 yeah. at Sundance Film Festival. Okay, yeah. And it is written and directed by Taika Waititi, who uh, most people will know as the writer and director of Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder. Ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Some good. Uh, well, the first Thor movie he did was really good. That second one was kind of. Yeah, Love and Thunder was. Yeah, but I mean, I did still enjoy it, but and uh, but um, but anyways, it also stars Sam Neill as Hector Faulkner, Julian Dennison as Ricky Baker. Uh, I might be butchering her name here. Uh, Rima T. Wyata, Wyata. As uh, Bella Faulkner, yeah, I hadn't I hadn't seen her in anything uh, prior to this. So. I I hadn't either. Uh, Rachel House as uh, Paula Hall, the uh, the per what do you call it? Like the, the, it's like the uh, child services child services uh, director, yes. yeah. Uh, and Reese Darby as Psycho Sam, <laughs> <laughs> which Who is uh, hilarious in this movie. Yes, um, and I have seen him in a few things. Uh, you probably see him in a few things yeah, too. Yeah, uh, 
Most recently, I think most of you would probably recognize him from the Jumanji yes. uh, reboot yes. uh, movies, uh, you know, and uh, and he was pretty good in that too, in the few little scenes that he was in. Yeah, he's very funny actor. Very funny. Um, also was in uh, a movie with Jim Carrey, Yes Man. All right, yep. Um, and before that, he also was in a little TV show called Flight of the Concords. Had not seen that. Uh, heard of it but I haven't. <laughs> it's it's really hilarious it's a little band the folk band comical folk band um and uh but anyways to this movie actually that's how that's probably how he met uh taika watiti well not to mention that they're from new zealand so mm. yeah and actually there's a lot there's a huge cast here of new zealanders now honestly because it's a new zealand based yeah. movie and well, I mean, how how did you uh, feel about this movie? Like when you were first watching it, like um, what, what were your expectations going into it? I guess I didn't really have any expectations because uh, I, I had not actually had had not even heard of the movie prior to you know your uh, suggesting that we cover it on the podcast. And uh, so, but then you know, when I saw some of the cast, I was like, okay, this is probably going to be a pretty good movie because Sam Sam Neill is uh, is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, it it the it had started out like you. Uh, I mean, it was funny right from the beginning because when the uh, when Child Services uh, drops Ricky off at his new home, you know, there's already some comedy right away because uh, because Bella you know comes out to greet him and the uh, and the the head of child services is explaining Ricky's background and that he's gotten himself into all kinds of trouble and so they're trying to place him with a good family and Bella immediately like she's kind of hard on him like she gives him a lot of crap like about his weight and everything because he's he's overweight you know for a kid and so she's <laughs> cracking jokes about him or whatever it's like you know she's like oh, yeah. she's like well, she's like are she's like are you hungry of course you are. Look at you, you know. And then, and then, and then she just starts cackling, uh, you know. And I'm like, wow, that's really harsh, you know. Uh, but uh, but 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 right away you can see that that she develops uh, an attachment and has compassion uh, for Ricky and and you know tries to make him comfortable and tries to make him feel special and yeah. uh, and her husband Hector. Oh, he is, doesn't which, want any which of Which is Sam's, Sam Neill's character. Yeah. You know, he's a very, like, macho, like, you know, manly man, rugged sort of guy. You know, he he, he hunts for all of their food. Like the, and, like, yeah, he comes in there with... What, what is it come in there? It was, it was a, 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 uh, a boar, wasn't it? Or I think a, it was or, a boar. Yeah. yeah, like a wild boar. He slung over his shoulder. Like, that's our first image of him. He's walking over the hill with this boar slung over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, this guy's really tough and... Uh, and you know, you you, you kind of get the sense from the beginning that that that's where the heart of the story is going to come from because Ricky is going to have to win him over because he's such a, a hard ass. You know, mm-hmm. he really doesn't want to have anything to do with Ricky. In the yeah, it, it probably it, it does happen, but it probably didn't happen the way you expected it to, did it? No, not at all. Uh, like I, I thought that I thought that that you know Bella and her affection for Ricky would sort of win over her husband and mm-hmm. and it just it didn't quite happen that way at all you know it's and this uh, this is one of my many many uh attributes that i i love 
um, sus- I forgot how I was going to word it. It went right out the window. No, that's all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> expectations, like subvert yeah. expectations. Subvert, yeah. We always yeah. talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's great when a movie subverts your expectations, and uh, and so so basically, what ends up happening is uh, probably about maybe midway through the movie, maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah, I think it was like 20 minutes in, maybe? The the unexpected twist happens when when Bella dies. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, oh, holy crap. You know, you thought she was going to be a relevant character throughout the whole movie, but then you realize this needed to happen because her passing forced Hector and Ricky to become, they had to survive on their own, and so they had to become close to each other in in an interesting way they both kind of try and run away from home Mm -hmm. because uh the hardship of all that and everything like that i'd say ricky baker was you know not happy he ended up being not happy because now he's going to be stuck with hector so he's going to try and run away and uh even burns down the barns like yeah like they're going to expect this little stuff to thing to be me yeah yeah because there's there's no he makes a he makes a makes a dummy of himself and and, and puts it in the barn and and sets fire to it you know he doesn't even think about dna or nothing like that does he you know but then but then the whole barn goes up in flames and so he kind of screws himself there yeah uh but he and he and hector end up basically uh you know kind of living out in the wilderness uh, and surviving, living off the land, and hunting, and at and one point he ends up breaking his leg, and yeah, Hector uh, breaks his leg. He falls and breaks his leg, and uh, Ricky kind of has to help, sort of, you know, nurse him, you know, back to health, and that uh, that it, leads that to a very leads funny to a very scene, funny scene yeah. later because uh, because child services uh, end up looking for. Ricky, they they send out this uh, search party, this manhunt, and they, I guess, they think that Hector has like uh, kidnapped him or or something, and uh, so there's a really hilarious scene later on when these hunters find them, and because they they find this uh, like cabin or whatever out in the middle of the woods, and they're staying there, and these hunters come up on them and. <laughs> And then they start talking to Ricky, and Ricky's explaining everything that they've been through. And, and you know, he's like, he's like, yeah. Oh. He said, uh, he said Hector Hector broke his leg, and and uh, he he made me do things for him. What sort of things? And he's like, he's like, it was really hard, really hard at first, but I got used to it. And, I mean, it was so difficult because my hands were so soft and everything. And, and and I would often ask him if if he would like to play with me, uh, but he would tell me that I should play with myself. And so it just keeps getting worse. Like he, mm-hmm. it's, he's not realizing what he's saying, and that everything that he's saying sounds sexual. And so suddenly they're looking at Hector like he's some kind of a sexual predator uh, or <laughs> or a pedophile or something like that. And and he just like the more the more that Ricky opens his mouth, it just makes the situation worse. Just, just shut up, shut uh, up. Like yes, and uh, the the boy can't read all that well either because there's there's the wanted wanted poster there, and he's like, hmm, um, okay. So it says here, well, it says here that you're a Caucasian. 
Well, they, like, they well, got that right, wrong, right? You're, you're because you're white. Yeah. <laughs> Caucasian. But but Hector, we find out that Hector can't read. Oh like, yes, he can't read. No no no. Like, oh he, yeah, that's he, yeah, Ricky Baker yeah. can read, but uh, but yeah, yeah, Hector actually Hector can't can't read. can't read at all. Yeah, he can't um, read at all. So yeah, just even simple things like uh, like later on, we we find that out when um, because Hector uh, has a dog uh, named Zag. Mm-hmm. who ends up uh, dying later in the film, gets killed by a, a huge wild boar, and they bury him, and uh, Ricky writes his name uh, on some rocks. And uh, and then Hector asks him, he's like, what's that say? And he's just, he says, Zag. And he's like, oh, well, that's perfect then. <laughs> it's like he didn't even know what it said. Uh, but, but, yeah, there was... Uh, there was a lot of, uh, you know, heartwarming uh, moments throughout the film as you see their relationship change. And Hector comes to respect Ricky, even though he's a kid, because because Ricky actually learns, like he he becomes actually really good with a gun. Like he's, you know, he's almost like a, you know, a sharpshooter. You mm-hmm. know, and uh, he starts out with target practice, you know, shooting at at uh, bottles and things. But he gets really good, and he becomes a good, an accomplished hunter. And so maybe Hector sees a little bit of himself in Ricky, and it's like, and so they kind of bond, you know, in yeah. that way. But uh, he does have a uh, Ricky tends to be a uh, have this idea of wanting to be a gangster. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Hector continuously tells him he's he's like he's like you're not a gangster, you know. And it's just, <laughs> And what, what was it? There's a car chase at the end of the movie. He's like, yeah, this is, we're so gangster now. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> great, uh, great car chase, uh, yeah. by the way, too. Uh, a lot of, uh, you know, again, you know, you'll hear me say it over and over again, but, you know, not only do, <laughs> not only do I love uh, a good car chase, but if they do everything practically, and oh, that and that wins me over. And there they was do, no, yeah. there was no CGI. There was uh, there were stunts. Uh, I love I love the bit where uh, there's like a, a farmer or something that's like uh, walking along the road or standing like in the middle of the road or something. And and then there's a shot uh, like behind him where <laughs> where they they jump the truck like over yeah. over the road or oh, whatever yeah. just goes it was like very, flying, goes flying behind it was them. very dukes of hazard yeah it was yeah. kind of a dukes of hazard sort of moment there uh and there's like a you know uh, there's a uh one of the bad guys that's like chasing him or whatever like flips flips their van and you know so there's some stunts and everything in there that was that was pretty good so i enjoyed that uh, um well, uh, I mean, they, they did they get that vehicle from... It was Psycho Sam, wasn't it, that mm-hmm. they got that right. vehicle from? Yeah. Psycho Sam is... Well, he is kind of psycho, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Psycho Sam is uh, is this guy that just sort of wanders around in the woods, and mm-hmm. and you he, and you know he's not all there. He's like a conspiracy theorist type of guy, survivalist, I guess. But he's a but oh. he's a but he's a shitty survivalist because like, he doesn't have yeah. any of the things that he, he says he has an underground bunker, and then he like, they open opens it up, it up and like, he's like, oh. oh, I haven't dug it yet. <laughs> I haven't dug it yet. <laughs> He doesn't, oh, shoot. doesn't have any supplies or anything that would, you know, and he's, uh, he's one of those people that believes that if you, if you wear like, um, 
Yeah, like those. He's adding kind of one of those like colander things, mm-hmm. you know, the like metal colanders or whatever. He's like, here, yeah. put, put these, put these on your head. It, it'll it'll uh, block the government from being able to track you. Like he's one of those uh, yeah. kind of extremists. <laughs> uh, but but yeah. but I, I love that character so much. That's a hilarious character. Um, so. Oh, and it did not quite end probably the way you expected it either. It didn't begin the way you thought it was going to go. It didn't end the way you thought it was going to go either, did no, it? No, not really. Because you probably, like me, you probably thought, well, he's he's going to be with uh, Hector and Rick, uh, Ricky. They're going to be together. Mm-hmm. and Forever. Yeah. yeah. No. No. It's not the way it worked out. He, uh, Ricky ends up... Uh, he ends up adop- adopted by that... Yeah, the, because he he finds a, a girl like he he goes to get uh, like they let me back up a little bit. Uh, Hector and Ricky uh, stumble upon this guy uh, in his cabin who's dying, and mm-hmm. so Ricky goes for help. And then when he goes for help, he finds this girl that's around his age that's riding a horse, and she takes him back to her home she lives there with her dad you know he's a single dad and you know she invites him in and you know feeds him and you know they kind of make him at feel this welcome point he and, knows that he's famous now because mm-hmm. the news and everything like that <laughs> the, the, the dad wants to take a selfie with him he's like oh you're you're ricky baker you know and he's like gets all excited about it because he's been <laughs> in the news because everybody thinks that ricky is missing that he's been kidnapped or whatever uh so anyway it's like yeah the at the end of the film that family ends up adopting Ricky. So mm. that was totally like out of left field, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah. And you, you, it, it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of melancholy in a way. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he does end up visiting, uh, Hector by the end of the movie. Um, H- uh, Hector's like in a retirement home. Is that where he's at? Or I think, yeah, that's where he, where he went to. So, uh, and uh, he's over there. He's starting to learn how to read a book. Oh right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so it's like you know, it's 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 good, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but it's a little bit uh, sad uh, too, in a way that those two didn't end up mm-hmm. together. But I guess they, it was one of those things where they, it, they needed each other mm-hmm. for that time in their life. I'd say until you know. It's, it's like we said, subvert expectations there. Uh, I think a lot of people would have expected that, and it didn't do it that way. And honestly, I'd say that's more close to reality, too. I'd say it would play out more so like that. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, you know, it, it, well, I guess you can't say that, it, that it's not a happily ever after kind of ending, because, I mean, Ricky does end up with a good, uh, a good family, just not mm-hmm. the family that he thought he was going to be with. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think that's just the way that it, it kind of worked out better for both of them uh, that way. But uh, but yeah. Well, um, I mean that's the movie. Honestly, that is the entirety of the movie because there is some really hilarious moments there, and I cannot pick and choose which moments were like the funniest moments. Yeah, it's, um, I, I really love the hunter scene. That was hilarious to me. I I remember laughing hysterically when that came up. The, um, the the way that it's shot uh, too, like mm. you can tell that uh, because of the the nature of the comedy and and the way that uh, that everything is filmed, it definitely has that same sort of vibe as you know we mentioned you know Thor Ragnarok because it was the same you know same yeah. writer, 
uh, so you, you can, can definitely, you can definitely sense see his humor that there. same yeah. same uh, sense of humor in this movie. Uh, but uh, but it's it's really good. I mean, there's uh, you know there's not a whole lot like, to really. I guess to, to dive deeply into uh, you know mm. there. I mean that's that's pretty much the 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 crux of the the movie there. Yeah. Um, as an actor, what role would you take? I mean, I guess there isn't really too many roles in this one, but is there a role that you're like, you know, I would love to play that part? I could, regardless of age, right, obviously. Right. But I I could see myself. I think it would have been hilarious to play Psycho Sam. Psycho Sam, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I couldn't I couldn't really see myself as Sam Neill's character Hector, at least not at this stage in my mm-hmm. life. Maybe when I'm that when I'm that age, you know, yeah. like I could see maybe see myself playing sort of a grizzled, uh, you know, tough, you know, uh, you know, kind of character, but. Uh, but yeah, I think I think Psycho Sam would have been the most fun to play. Oh, a little bit of trivia. I don't know if anyone knows this, but um, Happy Birthday song is actually copyrighted. So in the movie, oh yeah, in the movie they make a little tune, and that's exactly what I did at the beginning there yeah, of the episode. Yeah, that's what we were joking about yeah. in the beginning. The yeah. whole little thing. It's like uh, Bella. Uh, you know, makes up this little once rejected, s- now accepted. <laughs> makes up this little song for Ricky to celebrate his birthday. Just, they're all yeah. the three of them are sitting there, and he's got his birthday cake, and she's just, Sam, she's Sam got Neal's her little like, she's got her little tiny piano, and you know she can't really play very good. But she's just kind of hitting the keys, just like boop 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 boop. Ricky Baker, boop 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 boop. Ricky Baker, boop boop. And it's like, you know, and at first, and 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 Hector's just sitting there the whole time, just like rolling his eyes and like, oh my gosh, and, like, and, who did I marry? And, and at first, and at first, Ricky doesn't even quite like the song himself because the line about you know once rejected, and he kind of looks at her like. You know, like what? But then he gets into it, and he and he starts yeah. singing along with her. <laughs> it's kind of a, it's like a cute, cute little like yeah. funny moment there. But yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that that ha- the happy birthday song was actually copyrighted. So, yeah. So anyone cool. who's actually singing happy birthday today, you're gonna get sued. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> <laughs> don't record that. Don't put. Yeah. It, yeah. Don't put. If you're gonna do it, yeah. Don't make it. Well, uh, watch. Watch me sing happy birthday. You'll send. You'll see that we got a copyright yeah. flag because we end yeah. up singing happy birthday. I wonder who. It was, I wonder who it was that actually wrote that simple mm. little song. Yeah. It's, it's but, so funny that's copyrighted. Yeah. I, I just find that fact so fascinating. It's it is. just. The simplest little thing, and people have been singing it for years and years. It's and and, and yet it made like one of the most hilarious scenes in this movie too, yeah. because they couldn't get the rights to actually sing "Happy Birthday." Crazy. Um, but um, as a writer director myself, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with this movie, honestly. I mean, it's got Taika Waititi's uh, handprints all over mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, like we mentioned, it's based off a book. And from what I read, the book, like the first few drafts, like Taika Waititi started writing this back in 2006. Oh, wow. So, so 10 years from the time. 10 she... years. Yeah. And it took him 10 years to make it. And, it, and uh, the first draft from what I read was far closer to the book. But as the book, uh, as he got further along, he ended up uh, just making his own spin on the same plot and everything like that. So loosely, very loosely based off of the book. 
which I find that Taika Waititi is kind of like that, honestly, because he made another movie called Jojo Rabbit, which is also based off a book that he did not finish. Hmm. He didn't finish the book. And from what I read, the book is a lot more serious in tone, where uh, Taika Waititi will uh, find hilarity and just to ease up the tension. Yeah. And I don't know what it is, but I I guess I, I love movies that do that because they're saying something important, but also making you laugh, too, at the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, I find that those have the more impact. I find that they're more memorable because you're you're going back into your memory banks and you're thinking, well, this is what I took away from that movie. And I really felt for these characters here and here and here. You feel for the characters when you're laughing with them. Yeah, exactly. But I, th- I think that um, you were talking about the, the script process. That is the big difference between independent filmmaking and mm. making like a studio film is, is just the process that you go oh, through. Oh, yes. Because like with us, I feel like, you know, we can, we can crank out a script and within a few months we're already shooting it. You know, but mm-hmm. when you start dealing with like Hollywood and and you know and big studio films, it's amazing to me the the development process and, and how sometimes that can happen where you'll have mm-hmm. a script that's that's sitting around or and it doesn't it doesn't actually come to fruition until many years later because you have to shop it around to yeah. to different people and 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 I and, and I'd have to uh, maybe some people might be a little bit confused here. Um, this is uh, this is labeled an independent movie, but it's not an independent movie. It's an indie Hollywood movie. Yeah. yeah uh, so there is a huge difference probably, there. Probably still considered low budget mm-hmm. by Hollywood standards, but... But it's... Yeah. It's but still but Hollywood. Pro- but there's production. There's still production. There's still value. big production money there that me and you cannot afford. Right. Exactly. We cannot do that, Car no. Chase. No. As much as we'd I like to. I would love to, to do yeah. that. I would love to do a movie. We'll, we'll just get a few cars. Uh, and hopefully people will have insurance <laughs> because they're going to be wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it might might bump up the insurance money a little bit there too so <laughs> i don't know that we'd be able to do that yeah we'll just we just start uh, start slow you know start mm. start small you yeah know. Uh, but uh, and um and i would say if i were to act in this movie i would also try and 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 do the psycho oh, sam like I, I like psycho sam too uh um but then again i don't know i i feel like i feel like i'd want to play ricky baker if i were younger yeah <laughs> That would be fun too, yeah. If, yeah. If, if, yeah, if I was um, that, if I was that age, you know. Uh, but, but, but honestly, I feel like Psy- uh, Psycho Sam is like the the whole most hilarious character in that. Very often, um, those uh, characters that they're not, you know, they're not one of the main characters. They're just mm-hmm. like a supporting character, yeah. maybe only in a few scenes, but they end up stealing, stealing the movie. Yeah. 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 Well, um, I don't know what else to say about this movie. Do I, I you? think that's I think that's pretty much gonna gonna wrap it up uh, for this one. So uh, you can you can check out Hunt for the Wilder People. Uh, you can I know you can stream it on Netflix and mm-hmm. uh, Prime Video, and there's a bunch of other places. But yeah, you could probably uh, find it on almost every streaming. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's but it's free. You know, free on uh, Netflix. So that probably would be the best best place to catch it. Uh, but, uh, 
Before we go, as always, we just want to remind everybody to subscribe, like, and share to our YouTube channel because that's going to help us out tremendously. And uh, you can also check us out on our socials. We're on all of the major social media platforms. And uh, it's a good way for you to get in on the conversation, too. Uh, you know, be sure to leave your uh, comments, questions. Uh, you know, if, if there's anything in particular that you would like to hear us talk about on the podcast, then, you know, reach out to us. Let us know. Let us know what you think of this episode. Let us know what you think of the podcast in general. Uh, we we want to hear from you, you know. Uh, Give us some feedback. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good or bad. We really don't. We're just, just any feedback is, yes. is good. Critique this. Uh, and, you know, if there's things you feel like that we can improve on, you know, like, like hey, you know, I think it would be really great if you guys did this or have you ever considered doing this. And, you know, we're open to suggestions because, you know, this is still new for us. Uh, mm. I mean, we're, we're nearing the end of our uh, first season already. It's hard to believe it's already gone by, you know, this fast. We only yeah. have a few episodes. I think we only have like five episodes left. Uh, I feel like we've improved a little bit here and there, but uh, we're all, there's always, always room, room for, for improvement. Yeah. Uh, so definitely, uh, you know, let us know what uh, what we can do there, what you guys would, would like to see. And you can also reach out to us on our official podcast email, uh, kimmelandcox at gmail.com. Um, and, and also, uh, please be sure to check out our Patreon page. Absolutely, yeah. Lots of cool stuff on there that's a way that you can get involved and actually contribute uh to the podcast and you know can help us out with things like production costs and uh hopefully uh hopefully by season two we hope to have a at least a semi-permanent uh space recording space uh mm-hmm. because for those who don't know uh up to this point uh we have been uh recording at the lexington public library uh, most of them have been here at the downtown branch. There was a couple of others that we did, I think, at the east side branch. But uh, it's just easier that way uh, because the, the space is, is free uh, to use uh, as opposed to having to rent uh, a space or whatever. And so it's just more economical uh, for us. And it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good location. But, but we want to have something that is just our space. Yeah, where we probably can actually... a little bit more controlled and mm-hmm. everything. Because, uh, you know, of course, we do get some background noise here. There's sure. sirens yeah, going, and I'm sure that's distracting the, a little background. bit. And, and, and we just want to be able to deck the place out with things that really... Uh, that really speak tell, to our yeah, us, tell uh, you know, what tell, we're about. Yeah. Like, you know, when you see it, they'd be like, okay, I know I, I, I can, I can identify with these guys. I know, I, I know what they're into. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, it's about control because doing it this way, we have to set up our equipment each and every time we come in. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you notice that like the camera angles and stuff like that are not consistent from week to week, that's because we're literally having to set everything up. Uh, from scratch each yeah uh, there's been a few angles where i'm like that's perfect if i could just get it that way <laughs> right again. every single time and so if we have a permanent location we can do that because we can just we can just leave all the equipment where it is and literally just walk in and hit record and go and we won't have to move anything won't have to adjust you know lighting and, and you know cameras so so anyway that's what we're, we're heading towards and 
certainly you all can can play a big part uh, in that and so be sure to go on our patreon page and check that out take a look at some of the perks that we're offering there there's some and, great perks mm-hmm. great perks and see if anything jumps out at you every little bit uh, helps so mm. don't feel like don't feel like just because you maybe you can't give you know as much as you would like to it's still still going to be helpful and, and and everything that you donate goes right towards uh the podcast so yes uh, now yeah. now next week oh my gosh i'm so excited for next week you have no idea how much <laughs> i have been looking forward to <laughs> to talking about uh this beloved this is, movie franchise this is one of your highest favorite highest i would say top five top three definitely top top five i would actually put it probably you know i I group when you talk about franchise movies you know i I talk i group all of them together so if it's a franchise then you know so if you're talking about top 10 i would say this is probably number two for me this is probably Mm -hmm. number two in my favorite movies of all time but we are of course referring to Back to the Future. Yes, it's coming. Yes, it's coming. I love this movie. Love oh, it. Oh man, this is this is uh, this is one of those movies that I'm not going to need any notes for at all. Because know it, know it like the back of your hand. I do, and not not only do I know the movies and and the lines, and but uh, just the all behind, the, behind the, the scenes information, yeah. mm-hmm. the history, and everything. Don't need a research. Nah. No, no research uh, needed uh, for that. So we really can't wait to dig into uh, those movies. So be sure to join us here next week uh, for the first film in the Back to the Future franchise, and uh, we can't wait. But uh, but anyway, that's all we've got for today, and uh, we look forward to, to seeing you next time around. Uh, but until then, as always. Be good to yourselves, and we'll catch you here next week. You dipstick.